0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to No Left Turn Podcast, where I take a sharp turn into hot and timely topics, news, and current events. And then I take a deeper dive into stuff more people should know about. I'm your host, Gayla Taylor. You can subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcast picks. Join us on Facebook to engage more with me and other podcast listeners. If you like the show, please take a few seconds and leave a review. You don't have to write anything, just stars will do. It's one of the most effective and meaningful ways to show your support, especially for the smallest podcasters, not just me. Now grab a coffee, buckle up, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, I hope you all are having an amazing week and happy Friday. When I shared my podcast trailer on my social media accounts and in the communities I belong to, a few people asked interesting questions that I thought were good enough to share here and to get this party started. So let's get to it, shall we? The first question and one I've been asked a few times is why the name No Left Turn? That has to do with my phobia of left turns, both while driving and how the same logic kind of applies to life. Left turns are especially dangerous at intersections with a greater chance of collision. According to statistics, left turns account for about a quarter of all car accidents. Making a left turn crossing traffic is one of the most dangerous maneuvers a driver can make. And when you really think about it, making an uninformed turn in life can really jack things up. As a young adult, the first two brand new cars I ever bought, well, actually the only two brand new cars I've ever bought, a white Beretta and a candy apple red Pontiac Sunbird were both totaled before they were six months old because of uninsured drivers making left turns. To this day, I have a phobia of left turns. According to Urban Dictionary, I am a left turn phobe which is someone, mostly women, over the age of 40, that's me, who is terrified of making left-hand turns when driving. To avoid the fear, they will completely map out an entire alternate route consisting of only right turns, even if it means turning a five-minute drive into a 45-minute labyrinth of hell again. Yep, that's me. Left turns present challenges because the driver must divert their attention to multiple hazards, other vehicles, traffic lights, blind spots. Pedestrians, potholes, random obstructions, a dog, a cat, a squirrel. You kind of get the picture. The maneuver is even harder when you throw additional circumstances into the mix, such as night driving, poor vision, or poor weather. There's a reason I work from home here. So when you think about it, the uncertainties of life, where even the most routine decisions can lead to unexpected outcomes, those are a lot like left turned. And that that's exactly why I chose this particular color palette to paint my podcast. Each episode for me is like making a left turn, but improving the outcome and minimizing the risk. It's an opportunity to explore and share a narrative on different topics that keep readers entertained, engaged, and recognizing Both the risks and the rewards embedded in seemingly mundane choices that we make every day. The next question was What inspired you to start No Left Turn? The older I get, the more curious I become. I'm notorious for scrolling through social media, I'll see someone post a problem, and with my skill to research solutions. I'll often jump in and give a hand. The internet is so saturated with sales pitches, paywalls, and outdated material that can be cumbersome and frustrating to someone who just wants to get to the solution. I like to help people out so they can avoid further frustration. I have an insatiable desire to learn, simplify, I don't know, anticipate the unexpected, at least the most challenging aspects of it, our journeys are filled with twists and turns. No left turn is a space where people can relate to shared experiences, whether those experiences are mine, the listeners, or eventually guests, once I get a firm grip on this whole new world of podcasting, and somehow find solace in the unpredictable nature of life. The third question is, what significant left turn led you to where you are today? Oh boy, there are many. My most recent left turn was deciding to return to my passion for writing. Writing beyond the corporate style that I do in my grown-up job, which, in case you're wondering, is that I am a communications specialist and a virtual assistant. I've been happily connected with a private virtual assistant business out of Gainesville, Georgia now for the last eight years, but also have a couple of clients that I work with on an as needed basis. My passion for writing though, goes back to my very first blog post in March of 1999. And I've been hooked ever since. However, in October, 2023, I finally found the courage to put pen to paper and started that book that's inside me that's just screaming to get out. The first very rough draft is almost finished. I'm a big believer in divine intervention. I've experienced it so many times. My longtime dear friend and coworker, Dee, knows my story and the fear that kept me silent. While she was working on a project for her web designer son, She happened on a website called Publish and Go by Silversmith Press when they were promoting a free webinar on book writing. I signed up for that webinar a couple of days after the webinar. I had a phone call with Joanna Hunt, the writing coach who is also a published author. That conversation opened up a new world of possibilities and the rest, well, as they say, is history. I'm often reminded that there's potential for growth and resilience, even in the darkest moments. That vision led to the creation of No Left Turn Podcast, because we all have a story or many to share. We can all learn something from one another, and we all need to feel connected, especially in our darkest moments, but also in our greatest triumphs. With 26 years of experience working online, podcasts is the one area that I had not explored extensively. I wanted to for years, but timing was just never right. And to be honest, I've never been the biggest fan of my own voice. That's why I'm a writer at heart. But after listening to several popular podcasts, I realized, yeah, my voice ain't so bad. It's a little bit froggy today because my allergies and stuff are acting up. But I set those apprehensions aside and here I am. The next question is, you said your stories might surprise listeners. What exactly does that mean? People who know me well know that I can sometimes be painfully shy. I was extremely introverted in school. And even now in the real world, I can be pretty shy. That is unless someone pokes the mama bear in me or when I advocate a good cause. And when a cause picks me, it's usually a doozy and somehow feels like I drew the short straw of fate. It's usually one that anyone else might be afraid to talk about, but not me. I'll grab onto that challenge, and I'll pour my heart and soul into it, and do what needs to be done. There will be episodes that I share the different causes in greater depth, but the two I'm most proud of and that had given me the greatest sense of purpose are um, the first one is sexually transmitted diseases. This is a very broad topic, but in a nutshell, my first administrative assistant job was in the pharmaceutical industry and specifically in area of sexually transmitted diseases and drugs of abuse. I had no idea at the time that I was learning for what was to come. Make a note, divine intervention. I was cheated on, got divorced, got tested. (laughs) I was safe. Got sick, experienced eight months of just not feeling good, and I had such extreme fatigue. I mean fatigue to the point where I slept 27 hours straight one weekend. When I wasn't sleeping, I was going to the doctor for tests and exploring the internet looking for a diagnosis. Dr. Google pointed to non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and HIV seroconverting. It was during that agonizing period that I learned about two major flaws in the testing process. I got angry. I got very angry. I thought I was dying, literally, but I lived, obviously. I grew very vocal, political, and got discovered. The next thing I knew I was making eight to ten thousand dollars a month and being flown nationwide as a patient advocate, training doctors, nurses, and pharmaceutical reps. In two thousand four, I was asked to collaborate on a book with doctor Ruth Westheimer, the famous sex doctor of the eighties, better known as doctor Ruth. She quotes me five times in one of her books From two thousand to two thousand six, I helped build. Manage and market the first dating website for people with herpes and HPV, which went from 800 members to nearly 60,000 when the founder and owner lost the website. At the same time, I had to, of course, lose my job because of his divorce settlement to his wife of two years. Anyway, thanks, California. Oh, And the diagnosis from the eight-month ailment wound up being Epstein-Barr virus, which is chronic mono. The topic of STDs makes a lot of people cringe, but it's one that everybody needs to know about. And honestly, I think that's the reason, again, divine intervention, that I was placed with a pharmaceutical firm and that I worked in the areas of STDs and drugs of abuse So that I could understand it from more of a scientific perspective, so that it doesn't make me cringe. In a later episode, where I go more into detail about that particular time in my life, I'll share with you some of the wild adventures that I went on, including the magazines and television programs that I was involved with. But that was a time that. I encountered some of the most amazing people whose lives were altered through infidelity. Most were there by no choice of their own. It was incredible to help build and participate in a community that lifted really good people out of despair and made them feel normal again. To this very day, I remain very good friends with several of them. The most recent cause... That picked me is that of parental alienation. At first, I focused heavily on fathers' rights and blaming the judges and other entities that were involved. But over the last couple of years, I've encountered mothers who endured much of the same trauma as the father at the center of my story, who happens to be my son. My efforts focus heavily on laws, policies, and procedures within the court and legal system, and with CPS. The proverbial red tape that allows for extreme cases of parental alienation, it's crazy. Experience and keen observations showed me that they all operate really within a defined aspects of the law. We can sit around and gripe all day about judges, lawyers, and CPS when we really need to be griping to our lawmakers. If we want to see change on the bench, we have to create change at a legislative level. Over the course of 15 months, my son lived through one of the nastiest, most vile family court battles in a high-conflict custody case that I have ever seen. There were many days that I didn't know how we could go even one more day. Deep depression, near financial ruin, job loss, auto repossession. I was forced to be silent and to just be an observer while my son's entire world was ripped to shreds. But I do have a spoiler alert. There is a very happy ending. I will not let this experience, be for naught. And I will advocate for others going through the same nightmare. The courts and attorneys force fathers to remain silent, which studies show has a catastrophic and often fatal impact. So many great parents don't have the support system or the resources that my son had. So as long as I have air in my lungs, no good parent ever have to feel alone and isolated. As you can tell that is a um very emotional topic and it is very fresh and very raw. So um I'm still processing. But anyway, um the next question was what can listeners expect from future episodes on No Left Turn? Listeners can expect to feast on captivating stories. Um assorted perspectives, and a continued exploration of the unexpected turns that shape our lives. I want to inspire people to embrace the uncertainties, to seize strength and courage, and ultimately persevere in their unique journeys. As I stated in the trailer, I have lived a colorful and complicated life. I have learned many lessons the hard way so you don't have to. I'll share those lessons in detail to save you time, money, and frustration, and hopefully entertain you while I'm at it. Listeners are invited to join me on the No Left Turn Facebook page to share whatever their little heart desires and maybe offer their own valuable lessons learned the hard way or whatever's on their mind. I'm happy to have the company. Each episode will be on the shorter side so you can listen while you're in the waiting room, uh, waiting in the school pickup line or on your drive to work. My busy life doesn't afford me enough time to listen to the longer podcasts unless I'm working on a project that allows me to binge listen, which I do love to do while I'm cleaning or working on projects like painting walls. But many lose my attention in like 15 to 30 minutes. So as a frequent podcast listener with my own marketing expertise that has trained me to understand the habits of the audience that I do hope to reach, I want to appeal to the busy listener like me and maybe at the same time create something that my grandkids might appreciate someday when they're older and they're ready to learn what Nani has to say. I do hope listeners stay tuned for exciting, informational, thought-provoking episodes ahead. And just remember, sometimes the best journeys have no left turns. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of No Left Turn. If you enjoyed the episode, I hope you'll show your support and share it with others. Post about it on social media. And don't forget to leave a star rating and maybe a short review. You can connect with me on most social media platforms. You'll find all the links listed in the description of this podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.